0: Regina Nissan, the presenting sponsor of Off The Hazel Podcast. And this month, you can get into the all new Nissan during the Find Your Thrill event. Finance the 2021 Nissan Murano for 0% for 60 months. Or check out and pre-order the redesigned 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Make sure to head on down to Regina Nissan at 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan. Or visit them online at reginanissan.ca. Your starting lineup, Turner Ripplinger, Troy Koser, Tory Coglin, and your host, Drew Koser. Presented by Nissan Regina, here is the Off the Huzzle Podcast. let's go episode 108 my name is drew coaster i'm your host i'm joined by stat guy rip turner ripplinger no troy today but we head south of the border again we got on our good pal tory Coglin. the boys are here two t's and one d uh we got to mention that uh before we get started here is a nissan driven podcast number one place getting next vehicle oil changer any vehicle related needs located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. It's time today to make the switch to drive Nissan. Boom. Mic drop. What's up, boys? Let's go to uh, Tori first. What's going on with you, man? What's happening? What's new? What's exciting in your world?
1: I'm watching the last the AT&T Pro-Am, and it looks like Mr. Tom Hogue is about to take it home. All right. Deadly, what else is up? I uh, made a really good breakfast sandwich this morning. I'm not going to lie. At the hotel, yeah. Toast, toast my own bread, <laughs> fucking a little mayo, a lot of bacon, mayonnaise, truck. some scrambled eggs, a little ketchup and pep and black pepper. All right, and what a light! It was it was pretty magical. Finished my jigsaw puzzle to today. What?
0: What's that? Turned one thing. I've, to eat I've today. had one thing to eat today.
1: Well, you don't need to go there. <laughs> I went to Costco so like to get Sunday, a hot dog. Dude, the line Friday was like, night.
0: "How do you go to Costco dude, and not get a poutine?"
1: They don't have poutine in California, donkey. What? I was yeah. gonna get just so a dog, and the line was like 18 people deep. I was like, "This is twice ridiculous.
0: a piece." It will do though, too.
1: No poutine oh, it's in Cali? So good. That, That's the only thing I had to eat
0: today. It was a New York fries poutine at the Cornwall Center. Oh. Why oh, not you call me? I would have came for sure. It's just me and my mom. I had two slices of Pan and Go pizza, no free ads, and uh, a bowl of Itchy band soup and a half glass of Pepsi. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like you're a college athlete, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Turner, what's up with you? You guys had a hell of a weekend. Clinch a spot. First time in nine years, I believe. Yep. The Cougs are a wagon. Shout out to my boys in the Cougs. Another new follower today. Saw that. Brady Pateau. How are you? Thanks, pal. Um, Rip, walk us through the weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend. We uh, Manitoba last weekend of the season for us. They still got to play next weekend, but they were chasing us, and they need the win at least one to have a chance to catch us. And uh, we just shut the door in the face Friday night, had a big 4 nothing. Dub Holtz, another shutout. What a wagon that guy is. That guy's unreal. Yeah, stud, roommate on the road. And then Saturday night, we won 6-3. They, they needed the win that Saturday just to have a sniff and – Man, 3 nothing after one. Shut the door. Suck it. See you later. Cougs in the plofs. Yeah. Well, congrats again. Congrats to the Cougs, TJ, and staff. Yeah. Uh, First winning season since 1995-96. Ripper, I was, what was your one. stat
1: line for the weekend?
0: One gold, two apples. And about, Solid. And about 15 double gin and sodas. Nice. Oh, and a couple of Coors Lights. And that. a couple of Coors Lights, yeah. Davey, how are you? Yep. Yeah. And Cougs a kill. Are- <coughs> And the Cougars are a <laughs> wagon right now. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, Cougs are a wagon now. So, um, in buzzing. the city right now, there's two teams to watch in in the city. Well, I just have kind of, one's outside the city. The Storm, eight minutes from the city, and the Cougars. Cougar playoff start when two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. And you guys aren't sure he'd draw yet. We do not have any more home games, but we might play either UBC or US. That's that's my guess. One of those fuck two. Fuck, What's the fucking show? Welcome to the fucking show, baby. All right. We're here. We're there. The interview. The interview. <laughs> Cam radio 12. Boom. <laughs> uh Tori, I wanted to ask you something about uh golfing. Have you have you been golfing much down there? Or no? No.
1: That is that's a hard no. I haven't played in quite a while. But I'll tell you what I've been doing the the last few days is watching this damn the mixed curling. Huge fan. Yeah, I like was the game, too. Fan. oh I love it, dude. The game goes by so fast. And like I love like them, I don't even know what you call it, rolling the rock or shooting, whatever. And then they get right up and start start sweeping. It's deadly. No, it's releasing
0: the rock, I think, out of the hat. Releasing before the hog line, release a kraken.
1: A serve like volleyball. I don't I if do. If Sherry like, Anderson's no, no. listening right now, she's probably puking in her mouth hearing us talk about curling. <laughs> Why did we not have her this week? We got Olympic curling and the Scott going on, and we didn't have Sherry Anderson. Uh, That's piss poor planning. Yeah, nice one, Tori. You're the planning guy, so. Yeah, I dropped the ball on that. That's I'll take it.
0: Oh, also, we got to bring up two new intro. So if you're listening right now, you would have heard the intro. Let us know what you think. I thought it was kind of sick. Buzzing. Tori's in there now. Turner's in there. We're all in there. Two T's. Three T's and one D. Two T's. 1D and triple T. Today, two new Ts.
1: There's nothing wrong with two new Ts.
0: No. Nope. nope. Troy's the T, though. And then he uses the new Ts, but the yeah. big
1: Ts. But I'm all for two new. How, tees. Hey, how much
0: Olympics have you, have, you, have you watched? Olympics, Tory, or Tori? A decent bit.
1: Actually, I watched, uh, I've watched a lot of women's hockey and the mixed curling and then uh, luge and snowboarding.
0: What's the one when you lay in your back? It's just yourself. You're going down. Is that the skeleton? uh, Dude, that thing looks intense. Skeletons. Dude, they are
1: ripping down there.
0: I watched the one guy. I think he was doing 100. Does it sound right? 140. Is it kilometers an hour? I think so, yeah. And this guy was buzzing. And he, like, flipped up and caught the edge. And they're like, oh, that's going to cost him time. Like, why would it cost him time? He got airborne. I didn't know when he came back down, though. He, like, fucking did this at a water slide. Yeah.
1: They're zipping. (laughs) Hey, by the way, can't... I'm going to say this. CBC right. or whoever covers... Is it still CBC that covers the Olympics? Yeah.
0: I saw someone tweet about that. I heard, heard they're,
1: they're slackened. They do it right. Okay. <laughs> or, or, the, or they did do it right. thought there was going to be... Whenever I watched yeah. the Olympics in Canada. NBC, what a bucket of shit. This morning, the Olympics comes on once every four years. Well, Winter Olympics. This morning on NBC, they had playing... Which, like, I'm in Pacific time, so early morning for us is still Olympic time in work in Japan, wherever the hell is going on, but get to the point. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I was watching Tom Hogwin. um, trying, by the way. but they had, they had indoor track and field going on and some like call-in show on NBC. It's like, you guys can't put on the Olympics on a Sunday morning. Like there's nothing you're going to put indoor track on while the Olympics is going on the Olympics. Well, they're probably. Can, I say, can their, I say it one more time? The Olympics.
0: Ever heard of it? Yeah. Well, maybe they're just showing the the new recruits for the Summer Olympics. They're already getting ahead of it. Maybe they're ahead of the game.
1: Yeah. No, they did a Danny job. I'm sure viewership <laughs> no. was high. Fuck that NBC. That it is? NBC? Yeah.
0: Beat it. Beat it. Be better.
1: There's my little rant for the day. That pissed me off. Then Man, I went native. Early of edition.
0: Early edition. It grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, I've got a million this week, boys. I might have to save some. I got so many.
0: Okay, let's go to the NHL All Star Weekend. I didn't watch basically anything. I watched uh, Zegris's thing. You know, some of my players asked me, and like someone else asked me, but like, I don't know where you guys are at with this. I get like we're doing all the cool stuff or whatever, but like, even the Pro Bowl game today, I watched a bit of like they're playing touch football. Does so that, that? Yeah. Pro- like, what are they to do, like, for real again? Like, back in the NHL in the early 90s or even late 90s, 2000s, they were playing for something. Like, I think there was money in the line. MLB, they played for what? Home field advantage in the playoffs? Yeah. Like, play for something.
1: I think there's still money on
0: the line in the NHL one. Yeah, it was a million dollars. Okay, a million dollars. Whatever. But, like, the the Pro Bowl one I watched, it was a joke. Oh, they were the Pro much. Bowl.
1: and NB, The NBA All-Star game is embarrassing, too. It's just a slam dunk competition two nights in a row, basically. Yep. <laughs>
0: It's the low trotter versus the low Trotters. Yep. Two two. Alley-oops, you... three-pointers. That's all it is. But you know what I like, mean? ML- you know, like, why, don't, why don't they do, like, the MLB? I mean, okay, a million dollars you split between your team, which is great. But, I mean, like, why don't, like it, – It's hard in hockey to play for home whole advantage. But, I mean, like, do something. Play for the first pick or something. I don't fucking
1: know. MLB is by far the best. Like, the most entertaining game. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's one of the best sports. And then the home run derby is deadly, too. But That's cool. I I'll, I'll love, like, I don't care about the NHL All-Star game, but I love the skills comp. I wish it was a little more honest. It's got a little hokey with, like, the, you know, they were the saucy, up yeah, thing it's now.
0: Show, it's more of, like, a production showmanship kind of thing now. Yeah. But it's we're, basically we're fastest Vegas, skater and
1: hardest time. shot are the only things that really matter. Yeah. What they, but saucy? they used to have on the stick handling, which yeah. was deadly. Like, on the islands. What's yeah. that? The stick handling one used to be really good.
0: Yeah. The passing's yeah. usually pretty good, stuff like that. passing one's cool. Yeah, fastest skater. The, the shootout one kind of sucks now. Like, I don't like that. I mean, yeah, it's just cool and all, but, like, I don't care about that. I do cool. like
1: the uh, save streak or whatever it's called. Yeah. Where they have, like, cool. a real shootout. That's, that's really a cool line. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, know. yes, or... what. Well, what was it yesterday? No, Friday. The one in Vegas when they were out in the uh, pond at the Bellagio dust. and doing like the dust, yeah. like having to get it. That looks so hard trying to like oh, get absolutely. into those little.
0: Well,
1: little you're using a glow
0: pot in the middle of the night. So, yeah, <laughs> that looks super hard. Yeah, yeah I don't no, know. And looked... probably
1: half cut too. Yeah. That was fun to watch though. But it's kind of a ripoff. I felt bad for some of those guys. and they, they sauce it in there perfect and it bounces out. It's like, what do you? I mean, yeah, I'll be better. <laughs> it is what it is. Be better. Oh, so you got to hit the back of the circle so it doesn't bounce out. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Don't hit the middle. Okay. My bad. Um, what else we got here in the, in the sports talk of the world? Um, Tom Brady's done. That sucks. Yeah. Oof. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone else can win now, I guess, but Tom Brady, what do you, how many Super Bowls do you have? Six? Seven? What do you have?
1: Six or seven? No, six. I think. I can Brady's done.
0: All like the best quarterbacks in that whole era are now done. Hey, they're all done. Both Mannings, Drew Brees. They're all done. But Joe Burrow's here, so it's all good. Yeah, Big Ben. Okay. What do you say? Big
1: Ben. Big Ben's done. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is a maybe. I think he'll play next year somewhere. I, I don't think he'll play in Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I think he shouldn't. Somewhere. Yeah.
1: He should run out of Green Bay a few years ago. I think he should go to the Vikings.
0: Tori, what's happening in the golfer now? What did you find out for us? What's the top five?
1: Tom Hogue, Jordan Speth, oh, Bo Hostler. Hey, Bo Hostler, what a guy. He's lost a lot of weight, actually. He's looking pretty studly. Slim. And he's got he's got the fucking Conica Minolta logo on his hat. Remember when they used to do that swing vision thing? Yeah. yeah. That's his sponsor. And then Cantlay and Troy Merritt, uh Boise State. So five. All right. How about that shot
0: that speed hit? He was standing on the edge of the cliff. You see that? I saw yeah, the two that thing. Was... Wasn't It Wasn't like speed through and speed things, dude. Like he was like a hundred foot drop. Yeah, he's two feet away from it, swinging a club. And how to end up? All right. The ones, yeah, he's fine. He hit it. He hit it a little deep, but uh, the announcer or after he was talking to media and they're asking about it, and, the, and then one of the guys was like, "Yeah, so you uh, ran back after you hit the shot." What were your thoughts there? He's like, oh, I'm standing on the edge of a cliff. I think there was no point of me <laughs> standing there any longer after I hit my shot. Like, yeah, what, what question is that, dude? Won't we just fall off after I hit
1: it? Like, so wait,
0: real report? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some questions on reporters ask, I'd never ask. Unreal dummies. Uh, oh, speaking of questions, uh, local talk though. Quickly, story? Local. The Scotia Wealth Open that like I said last week extended extendo weighted list heavy weight list nice work dino that's it well, I was laboratory chime in what are you that, that was sick
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck yourself so it's already filled up hey yeah good for them that's extended awesome wait list i'm gonna i'm gonna sign up may 29th and still get in somehow i'll give <laughs> give dino the old the old I cross get for speed. you
0: they punt me and you're in oh Probably. We had a late dropout.
1: Okay, what were you saying about questions? You, you can caddy for them. Oh, speaking of questions, I had this – I was thinking about this. Watching some of the interviews during the NHL All-Star Games, uh-huh. those guys, there were some PGA players. Like, j- just the driest, just plain answers. Like, yeah, it feels really good to be here. but Like, dude, you're in Vegas, and I know half of them are half shredded. Like, show some personality. Dear God, yeah, yeah I, know, I know what you are saying Z-Gris is and, and I know they right got to protect. Really, you know, they don't want to get some stupid like well, five thousand dollars fine for saying the wrong thing. But I mean, show yourself, man. Yeah, Zegers is
0: getting shredded right now. I think Chicklets accidentally post or they, they post this story on Insta. It was him and RA, and there is a bunch of birds around him, like they're just chilling. And him and RA were trying to take a picture, and but Zegers is only twenty years old. As yeah, you know, twenty-one down in the states. And he was sitting there drinking a Bud Light, and,
2: oh. um, but people
0: are like, this is this is how we want to portray our league, like underage drinking in the middle of a pandemic. Like, shut up. Like, this kid, this kid's twenty years old, making a million dollars. Yeah, and he's one of the nastiest guys in the league. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Yeah, it's tough, tough for him. He's nasty. Seems like a good kid though. He's awesome. I think he's hilarious. I was his like was his shot was in the shootout? Yeah, a shootout move was nasty. I think
1: he could see, but still, I he think he that? could too. But I don't care if you can see or not. Yeah, the- I don't <laughs> care <laughs> if there was an empty net. It was
0: well, nasty. I don't even think of doing that. Me, i just come in and try and snap a five hole or something. Like that. I think they did in an all star game. Kula saying point one and point one a was the outfit. Yeah, and getting, and also dodging the dodgeballs. but also those mascots suck at throwing a dodgeball. Missed him yeah. by eight feet. I'm sure but you see the duck guy though yeah. threw it 50 feet ahead of him knowing <laughs> what hit him you see the other guys <laughs> lining up. up I but. saw there's a video on Twitter of the Arizona Coyotes mascot couldn't skate <laughs> so funny it was K9 <laughs> this poor guy though no, it's just like he was like shuffling almost to skate huh, well he's fired
1: yeah
0: it was biz in there yeah. buckled <laughs> what Dude, um, I can't skate you can't skate, Tori
1: I used to be able to I tried at Christmas. It like was riding pathetic. A bike. I went. Yeah. I went three times. It got better every time, but I, I like. I thought it was like riding a bike. You just pick it right. It is up. Riding a bike. Yeah. No, the it was embarrassing. Movement. It's so bad. My folks are coming down next month. I told them to bring my skates here because I'm going to go rent ice and figure this out. It, it was traumatic. Dude, skating. Like like Stop thinking, thinking about it. Skating is not
0: hard at all. If you have a no, no, it didn't bit used to be
1: You can skate. Rip. Take twelve years off and talk to me. It was pathetic. Yeah. I'm ripping myself. This I is on me. Twelve
0: years off, I could take a shot and hit the crossbar. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, my shot. My shot was fine. <laughs> no, your shot was fine. Crossover was fine, but just going You're in a, a straight line. Every, edgy, edges were good. Everything except for a straight line. I couldn't do straight line. It was, it was terrible. Disappointing you. I'm I'm disappointed in myself. That's why I'm gonna work on it. Hey, right.
0: hey, you know what? Though we're rocking a, uh, do you we're know what? On? Do you know what part of the blade you use when you're going straight?
1: Well, it's not the <laughs> outside rip. Maybe your skates are on <laughs> their yeah. own feet. Yeah. Maybe. You oh, that. got that's probably. It. I think I had them on backwards. I think I had the heel where my toes are. That's probably what it was. Yeah,
0: I think you had your left on your right, and your right and your left, yeah. and you're just doing the like, hard seat cuts this way. Yeah. Well, we're just teasing Tori. Tori, what's well, I mean,
1: I'm anyways, vulnerable right now. Game. I'm i'm pouring out my emotions. How, hey, we're not, gonna,
0: we're not gonna shit on you. We wish you nothing but the best. And hopefully, you can, you can skate again. Yeah, come on. We just said that on the air. I'll call Rick well, for
1: lessons. I definitely will not call Drew. You don't want my lessons from me,
0: <laughs> anyways. Okay, let's go to our uh, what do you want to do now? We got. we did golf. We did hockey. Did the all-star. Olympics. Olympics. Well, what else happened in the world? I don't uh, know. Well, wow, this is episode eight. See a guest. Well, we <laughs> did a good guest on, though. <laughs> right before he left for all-star break. From Oxbow, Saskatchewan. Huskies. The Oxbow Huskies. Former Yorkton raw Tech Mahler. They used to be called? No, they were called the Harvest. he when when the Harvest. The Harvest when he played. The Harvest Yuck. Hot Dogs. Yeah uh moose jaw warrior alumni wagon springfield alumni dude moose has a wagon right now they're good they're buzzing nasty i'm trying to lead up to this little big bias, but nasty <laughs> uh and now he currently plays for the nashville predators of the nhl smash vegas S- smashville smashville
1: smash vegas get the game to spell. pal
0: uh this guy's a beauty, one of the hardest workers that I know. Turner used to stay with him the summer. Um, he's a horse, works hard, and I don't know. I mean, I, if I had a vote, I'd vote for him rookie of the year, but he's up for now. I think I mean he's playing good minutes. I think he plays the bottom six or maybe the third line, but he fuck, man, he plays hard. Tanner Janot. Tanner Janot. as Torrey texted me today, Tanner Jan Yes. What'd you say? Tanner Jan Yes. Yeah, Janisek. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, Tanner Janelle, the Oxbow, Saskatchewan boy, having a year in Smash Vegas, as Tori says, but I would say Smashville. Hey,
1: how how many times have you guys been to Smashville? Never. Why? I want to go, though. Because all the signs say Smashville, but we call it Smash Vegas, all right? Who's we? People who have been there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I live three hours from there. That's like smash. It's Smash Vegas. All right, sorry. Or or, or Nash Vegas.
0: <laughs> You've been to Meson Hat? We're four hours from there.
1: Yeah, I have. I. What is it called? Home of the Tigers. Home of the Lodge. I don't fucking know. That was
0: the dumbest point ever. I'm three hours from there. Okay. You've never
1: fucking been. I'm just saying. I've been there. We call it Smash Vegas. Who does? Who's we? Anyone in the southeast who lives. In like a six hour radius, Drew, what right. the? F-
0: I'm just in it. A- <laughs> so much controversy this episode. I just can't believe Would you ever call it Smash Vegas? No, I'm gonna call them Las Vegas, the Vegas Knights, Smash Vegas. No,
1: a- anything, Ville, you call Vegas. That, uh, it's just the thing. Like Huntsville, Alabama, Hunts Vegas, Penticton, Penn Vegas,
0: okay, Lethbridge,
1: home of Chris Wazaloge, Melville, Mel Vegas. <laughs>
0: They don't they say uh, left Bell
1: Vegas? That's nice because they're called the millionaires. I like that. Yeah, and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk
0: shit about every team in that division. Oh yeah, you can't wear red turner. Yeah, avoid allowed. red at all costs. Not allowed. Okay. What do you guys want to uh, Turner? You're on off this one, but uh Tori, you're a hockey guy and you know you're the biggest Nashville fan in the world, it sounds like you live so, three hours from uh, why don't you give, give a quick <laughs> Such a, a couple of ass. points of uh, your thoughts on Tanner Jordan before we go to the interview. Totally.
1: Mine, yeah. He's no Jordan too, too.
0: No, you're right. He's better. Hot take: I think he'd beat him up. Yep. Oh, absolutely, dude. This kid, you, you've never seen him. He is fucking ginormous. <laughs> so I, I train and skate with him in the summer. This guy's a brick shit house. Like he came in the NHL and he was just. Dummying guys, left, right, and center. Like, guys would just try and finish their check on him. Him, reverse hit. See ya.
2: A week prior on to coming to the
0: podcast, he dummied Stanley. That guy's six foot forever. Yeah. So, uh, how, about, how about a positive thought on, you know, there, Tori, since you're a big Nashville fan.
1: Jen, yes. Tanner Janasek. Tanner
0: <laughs> Rip, uh, thoughts on the pod? I had a great time with him. I miss him. I mean, I see him almost every day during the summer, so it's good chatting with him and getting to hear what's going through his head and he's having a hell of a year. So, um, you know, I'm proud of him. And you know, this is, you always hear hard work pays off. And I mean, everyone works hard. And when you get, when you get to higher levels and stuff like that, but at the same time you need to have the skill, you need to know the right people just like how, uh, Benny Heeb's told us. Yeah, exactly. this guy literally just worked his way to the top. Yep. Not like at all. Yeah.
1: Who, who's Nashville's AHL team?
0: Oh, well, that's tough
1: now because he oh, there' Milwaukee,
0: Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're
0: right. It was a weird split for a couple of years though. color nice yeah. yeah. Cause he said he played with the Chicago Wolves for a little bit too. Right. Yeah. So Tanner, you uh, newly married has a baby on the way. Congrats again on the sex. Uh, here's Tanner, you we hope you enjoy it. Off the Hustle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle engineered for exceptional versatility so it will be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter & Buck shares their commitment to sustainability, with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter & Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter & Buck on all their social media platforms. All righty, we are pleased to have on today a guy that is from Oxbow, Saskatchewan, former Moose Jaw Warrior, having a heck of a year in the National Hockey League, currently plays for the National Predators, all-around great dude, Happy to have on today, Tanner, Janot.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Absolutely. I always love that awkward pause. So then waiting for one (laughs) more question. Jan, let's get right into it here. What's up with you? What's going on? What's happening?
2: Oh, not a lot. Just uh, got back from a road trip. We were coming from Edmonton a couple days ago. So had a couple days off. Just got back to the rink today. Had practice today and... Just watching some football today now, so not too much going on.
0: Deadly, and uh, I don't know if it's out there in the, for everyone to see, but you're having a baby, I heard, correct?
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Congratulations. And, uh, early... Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be coming early April, so that'd be awesome. You, mi- you Oh, missed yeah, the thank line
0: you. <laughs> 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 awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, okay, I want to get right into this right away. Obviously, you're watching football. I don't want to keep you too long, but... Let's backtrack to, uh, you know, growing up in Oxbow, what was that like, S- sorts of hobbies you're up to, obviously playing hockey, but, um, you know, growing up in, uh, Oxbow, Saskatchewan.
2: Yeah. Um, it's definitely a small town. Um, you know, growing up, you have the same classmates for, you know, the whole, whole way through all, all the way through grade 12. So you get to know some people pretty good. Uh, I still got some really good friends from back there that I grew up with, so, you know, just classic small town things going, going out to, uh, there's a dam by there. So we'd go fishing all the time after school and doing that kind of stuff, just screwing around in the small town. There's not a lot to do other than just hang out and hang out with your friends and try not to get into too much trouble. But yeah, it's, I, I loved it. It's a great place. And, uh, I, I loved growing up in the small town and having that kind of atmosphere growing up. It's, it was great. The
0: Huskies. So they're that's
2: right yeah the
0: Oxbow yeah Huskies.
2: Really? Oxbow Huskies baby yeah
0: so you uh you play your minor hockey in Estevan, and then you move on in your final year of minor hockey you moved to Yorkton play for the Harvest and had a solid year um walk us through your AAA experience and your minor hockey career
2: yeah so uh my first year at midget I got cut from Tisdale I, I went and tried out in Tisdale and got cut from there so I ended up having to go back to Esteban and played midget double there uh, and then the next year, uh, I went to Yorkton's tryout and had a really good, really good camp. So I signed there and uh, played that my 16-year-old year there, and um, we had a pretty good year. We ended up losing to Notre Dame in the playoffs, but uh, it was a good year. Um, and I ended up getting—I think I was—I was listed with Yorkton at the time, but I ended up getting traded in the SJHL to Kindersley. So I ended off that year playing a couple playoff games with Kindersley that year, which was pretty cool. And then the following year after that, my last year of midget eligibility, I went to uh, Moose Jaw Warriors tryout and ended up making it out of camp there. So uh, that was kind of my midget career. And then my junior career started.
0: Speaking of, yeah, so junior career, you end up playing four years for the Moose Jaw Warriors um, obviously, you just mentioned how it all worked out. So, were you listed with Moose Jaw or did you just walk out? No, yeah,
2: out? kind of the same thing. I just went to camp as an invite, not listed, not drafted or anything. And then uh, oh. kind of just had a good camp, made a bit of a name for myself and um, made an impression on the coach. And I actually got sent back. I was going to, I got sent back to Kindersley uh, originally after that camp for about a week and then a week after the camp they actually called me back uh because they said they had some guys (laughs) yeah exactly yeah they called me back and i ended up playing the whole year there and the next three years after that too so
0: so in your last year you had 80 points uh 40 talks in the western league i mean i almost did that in junior b so but uh, obviously <laughs> 40 goals in the Western Hockey League is impressive. You play with some great players. I would obviously like Brett Hout, Howden, and Gregor, Hobble um, you know, walk us through that season.
2: Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite uh, seasons so far. We had, like you said, just a, such a good team. Um, you know, I was playing with really good players. Like you said, like Hobbs and Howden, but I was with Braden Burke and Justin Almeida a little bit too there. So, Um, we had a really good team, and it's really easy to play good with good players, so uh, we ended up winning actually the regular season that year. So, uh, yeah, like we had a really good, really good team. I I think with the 80 points, I was still, you know, fourth or fifth on on my team in scoring for points, which is nuts to think about. That was the year that Hobbsy had 70 goals that year, so it it was pretty fun, but great memories from that year. It was great. It's not the way we wanted to end it out to lost in the second round of Swift Current there, but uh, we'll get to that another day. I don't need to talk about that today. (laughs) That whole East division was just disgusting that year. Yeah, that was the year that Regina was hosting. So Yeah. yeah, us and Swift finished one, two, and then Regina was kind of stacking up for hosting the Mem Cup. So yeah, it was definitely a crazy division
0: jammy Ford turner jumps in here i want to ask you i mean obviously the 80 points you, you mentioned the you had a lot of success and played with some good players when did it kind of go hey like i could do this for a full-time job like when does it i mean clue it for you
2: uh, yeah like it was really not like i i went i had been to a couple nhl camps in the years before when i was 18 and 19 um but you know i wasn't drafted or I wasn't signed with anyone or anything. So it was kind of not until I signed my first contract when I was 20 that my last year there in the dub and it was in playoffs after the right after the first round of playoffs, I signed my first contract. So really it was right up into the end of my junior career that I was like, well, I'm, I'm probably going to be going to play CIS next year, something like that. So, um, Really, it, w- it was not until then that I kind of got my opportunity. And from there, just kind of went from there. Awesome. All right. So
0: you moved to the American League. Did you play in the A after you guys lost out with Moose Jaw? Or did you start the full season there? No.
2: Yeah. Um, Milwaukee didn't uh, make the playoffs that year. So um, as soon as I was done in Moose Jaw, ju- I just was done for that year. And then I went the next year. Yeah. Um, all right. So walk us through your time in the American league. Like, um, do you
0: believe it? it obviously, do you believe it helped you like make that jump? And, uh, uh
2: yeah. Yeah. My, ahead. uh, so my first year was pretty tough. I, you know, I was, I was the new guy. So I was getting, you know, the new guy playing time and not, uh, not getting too many opportunities, but, uh, I was starting to kind of get, get going on a roll a little bit playing better getting some more opportunities and then I ended up breaking my collarbone that year so I had to miss oh, I don't even know like three months of the season I got back just in time for playoffs so most of the year I was uh, injured that year and then uh, came back and played a few games in playoffs but that was it so didn't really get to show who show them who I was as a player really that year and then The next year coming back, um, I was kind of the odd man out again, just with, you know, every year there's new guys coming in. Um, They had signed some new guys out of college that were, you know, they're rookies, but they're older than me. And, you know, they've developed a little bit and they wanted to see what they could do. So I I ended up being the odd man out and I actually got sent down to the coast at the start of that year, my second year. Played about five games in the coast, I, I did really well. I think I had, I don't know, six goals, I don't know, three assists or something in five games in the coast and ended up get, getting called back and spent the rest of the year in Milwaukee after that and get sent down again. Um, and actually that year was the year COVID stopped us and we, we had a really good team. We were, we actually ended up first in the whole American League when it stopped. So. Kind of uh, AHL champion, I guess, because <laughs> we didn't get to play playoffs. Yeah. But so that was that year, and then uh, last year, my my last year of my contract, uh, Milwaukee Nashville's uh, affiliate in the American League opted out because they couldn't have fans, and they just decided they couldn't make it work financially or anything. So, um, yeah, they didn't play, so we ended up having to share. An American League team with Carolina in Chicago so I played for the Chicago Wolves um, so that was a really cool uh, experience for me just because it was a new kind of dynamic new coach our, our coaches from Milwaukee were still there but we just had you know different different looks and everything and it was a younger team so I got put into kind of a leadership role I wore a letter there um, so that was kind of cool and then I I got a lot more opportunities than I had in the years past I was on the power play I was first on penalty kill and everything like that and I ended up playing really well Um, I think I had 21 points in 13 games or something like that I can't really remember but uh, it earned me my first uh, call up to the NHL played my first first game uh, in February last year I'm pretty sure it was against Carolina and did all right. We kind of got smoked that game by them, but uh, so I didn't get to play too much, but got sent down. And then a couple of weeks later, got called back up and I ended up sticking around for the rest of the year that year. So, and now, now this year I've been here all year, so it's been good.
0: And you're having a year. Tanner, I want to, I want to backtrack a little bit. I mean, when you went from the American League to the East Coast, like, was there ever a time like, you know, I know enough guys that have played pro or Western League and they're like, I'm done. You know the grind's too hard. I'm gonna play senior back home in Oxbow. Or, you know, like was there ever a time you're just like I'm mentally, I'm tired? Or how do you persevere and you know get there?
2: Yeah, that's definitely like I think the hardest part of you know being a pro athlete is the the mental toughness you have to have and all the ups and downs that you go through. Um, get and yeah, getting sent down at that time when you know I. Th- thought I was doing pretty good when I got injured and then I missed the rest of the year being injured and then I was excited to get back the next year so I could finally have like a good year and and then I end up starting down in the coast where you don't want to be and but so yeah you definitely find yourself thinking at that time like well what's plan b here like what am, what am I going to do if uh, okay, this then. doesn't work out the way I want it to um, but yeah so you have those thoughts but I just wanted to, you know, put my work boots on and get back as as quick and efficiently as I could. So thankfully it didn't last too long down there and uh, went back and just didn't look back from there. I just wanted to stay there and then keep moving up levels.
0: So when you were playing and you weren't getting those opportunities and they're bringing in new guys, were you talking to the coaches and management and were you like, what's going on here? Were they trying to
2: like help you out or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Like. You know, I, I remember the meeting when I got sent down, There, there's like, you know, you don't always get 100% of the information from, you know, what they're getting in those meetings. But, you know, I, so sometimes it comes down to numbers and stuff. And like, obviously, there's the player has to perform and everything. But just in that kind of situation where the season hadn't even started yet, it, sometimes it's just a numbers thing. So. I drew the short end of the stick and I went down but uh, so that's kind of the mental toughness you have to have too because sometimes it's not even in your control uh, that those decisions are made so um, yeah like it's you try to get as much information as you can but obviously they're not going to tell you everything all the time so
0: no they won't. Tanner, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned uh, your first <clears throat> NHL game. Walk us through the uh, – obviously, you know, just got shit kicked or whatever, but I want to know about the phone call, like you're getting called up the day leading up to it, and also just, you know, how special was that for you and your family?
2: Yeah, it was It was awesome. Um, I was actually – both uh, my wife, Keely, and I were in – we had driven from – Chicago to Milwaukee because we had to go to our storage unit there with all our furniture and things that we had in Milwaukee from the year before in there. So we were doing that all day, the day before and uh, get back in the car and I look at my phone and I see, I I got a missed call from Scott nickel, who was our, the GM of Milwaukee and the head of player development for Nashville. I was like, Oh no, like what's going on. And then, uh, so I call him back. I had a message on my phone and it's like, Hey, give me a call when you can. Like oh, nothing. He's not words. acting like monotone. <laughs> you know? no so one yeah. Oh. Call him back. And, uh, he asked, what are you doing? I said, Oh, well, I'm just getting some stuff in Milwaukee. What's up? He said, well, I hope you got a lot of stuff cause you're coming up to Nashville. So that was pretty That's sick. I, yeah, it was pretty incredible when that happened. I got to share it with my wife and, Immediately called my parents uh, after that, and then call, just calling all the family I could. And just kind of ecstatic. I don't even remember seeing the road on the drive home, just because I was <laughs> so happy. And but uh, yeah, it was definitely really cool. It was unfortunate that it was um, COVID was going on, and my parents couldn't make it down for the for my first game. But uh, yeah, it was it was definitely an incredible feeling.
0: Do, they, uh, do your parents come and watch quite a bit, or are they just sticking around at home?
2: They uh, Well, they're both retired now, so they came down for the start of the year. We had a pretty big home stand at the start of the year, and they got to see, like, four or five games um, at the start of the year. So they, they got to – and I actually got to – I scored a goal in front of them, which was pretty sweet. So, that, yeah, that was their first oh, okay. time seeing me in the NHL. And then um, they're actually coming down here – uh, Mid-February, for uh, we're playing uh, that stadium series game against Tampa Bay here in Nashville. So, they're coming down for that. That's going to be a pretty sweet thing. It's going to be so sick. Um, yeah, and they're flying they're
0: down. It was some... PJ, private jet. They're <laughs> yeah. sending down on.
2: <laughs> Maybe the next contract. We'll see. I don't know. Um, <laughs> do your you work? Yeah. Like? <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and then they're coming down for when the babies do. So, they're nice. – they're, gonna be down for quite a bit so it'll be good
0: awesome man Jay, first nhl goal and who was it on
2: uh it was against tampa bay um it wasn't vasileski so (laughs) it was uh honestly i don't even remember his name i can't remember who it was but uh i can tell you i can walk you through how it happened and everything yeah let's go get into it all right so i I remember it was uh, Luke Shen was pinching down on me. He I chipped the puck by him. My line mate, Yakov Trennan, went down, kind of forced the puck. They tried turning it up the boards, passed it to a guy. I forechecked, kind of poked it by, re- went right back to Trennan. He got a shot on net, rebound at the side of the net for me, and I just kind of flicked it over as his stick and then blacked out after that. I can't tell you what happened after that. <laughs> I was too happy. <laughs> Was it in Nashville that you scored? Yeah, it was, but oh, COVID, so it yeah, was uh, It was like 25% capacity or something, but still, I didn't care. And that awesome. horn
0: going off, too? That's the loudest horn I've ever heard in my life.
2: Yeah, it's a good one.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I want to ask you, going from junior to pro, after you scored 40 in the Western League, obviously, we talked about your team, but still, it takes anyone, or not anyone, it takes a special person to score 40 goals in junior hockey, but what was the biggest adjustment for you? You think going from, you know, being a skilled guy and junior and now changing a little bit of your game to match the NHL game?
2: Yeah. Um, I think that uh, the mindset of it is definitely a big part, you know, going from, if you're scoring 40 goals in a year, you, you're getting a lot of offensive opportunities like on the power play and you're getting ozone draws and things like that. So I wasn't going to be getting that in pro. Um, so that was just kind of the mindset focus and what what I needed to be good at on the ice instead of trying to make the toe drag or the pass through the triangle at the blue line. I'm, you know, maybe going to take it wide or dump it in and go get Stop the puck chip. instead of doing that. But um, yeah, so the mindset and then just getting the systems that your team plays with down, down and uh you know, kind of trying to perfect that because that's that's the biggest thing from for me from pro and junior is junior. Everyone you have a system, but everyone's still kind of just playing, and you know this, their skills trying to come out and everything. Um, but in pro, everyone's playing the system, and if you're not, then you're getting sent down or you're not playing or whatever. So, and that's what makes it so hard to score, especially in the American League when everyone's trying to play so hard defensively. Yeah. Um, so that that was the biggest thing is just making sure I knew exactly what I was doing in the system and, you know, playing good defensively and uh, playing a good power forward kind of checking role and not, uh, not trying to do too many skilled things out there. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, that's such a, that's a great thing about pro is like, they're not always looking for like the best guys when you're trying to move up the ranks, they are trying to look for the right guys. Right. So strategic Um, well yeah it's just like yeah once you get to that level you can just go be yourself and Mm -hmm. wait for the right time for
2: when you needed a guy like you to just be heavy um exactly simple so um yeah you definitely have to know the type of player you are and uh what you're good at and uh just what what you can bring to the team and when guys like that go down you know that's your opportunity and you see what they're doing and why they're there and you just try to match that absolutely um all right, let's talk about the year you're having right now.
0: I mean, you're buzzing, playing well. You're putting up <laughs> lots of points. Um, I know you—you kind of like you're—you almost took the league by shock, right? Like everyone's like, "Who's this kid? You're dummying guys." You're so beating the wheels <laughs> off yeah. the big boys. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just walk us through your year right now and how supportive
2: everyone's been for you. Oh yeah, it's been really great. Um. You know, I knew I had a lot of, uh, I, I was kind of putting some pressure, I guess, on myself, I, not really pressure, but, uh, a standard on myself, you know, with that in the summer, they're getting kind of prote- protected and, you know, some, I, I didn't really pay attention to what was going on in the media or anything. Some people might've been like, who the heck's this guy that's getting protected. But yeah, I kind of just took it as I want to prove these guys right for putting that vote of confidence in me. And, uh. So that was kind of my focus in the offseason. I wanted to continue to develop and get better and then come back and show them that they made the right decision to do that and uh, show them what I can do and how I can help the team. So, uh, yeah, there's different ways that I can do that. Sometimes it's, you know, getting in on the forecheck and hitting a guy and getting the puck back. or Sometimes it's dropping the gloves and fighting a guy or sometimes it's scoring goals, which has been, you know, working pretty well for me this year, and uh, thanks to my line mates as well. I think we all play kind of a similar game, which really helps, um, and we have that chemistry. So, um, yeah, it's it's been it's been super good. And all, like I said, you talked about the support, and all my teammates have been really great for doing that. All my family and friends from back home, I've been getting texts all the time, uh, just about you know everyone saying how great of a season I'm having and that they're proud of me and stuff. So. Every time I get a text like that, it just kind of motivates motivates me a little bit more to keep going and keep uh, trying to get better every day and not be satisfied with where I'm at, but uh, continue to have success and help the team win. And hopefully we've been doing pretty good lately, so hopefully we can do something pretty special this year.
0: Yeah, you're welcome, Jen. No worries. Um, (laughs) You know, this is funny because when, when this thing drops. I don't know what it is Turner. We're probably on a streaker now. Everyone that comes on the podcast, gets a hustle bump. I don't know what it is. We we mentioned a name. We would guest on, they did a full-time job somewhere. They score a hat trick. So yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> there uh, we go. We got to talk quickly here about your golf game. I don't know. We talked a little bit in the summer here. Uh, you must play some sweet tracks down there. I mean, let's get into it. How's the golf game?
2: Well, my golf game is not that good, but yeah, I have played some really nice courses. Um, there's a course here called Troubadour that's awesome you know some of the guys have a place out there so they'll bring us out there sometimes and it's great um and then just a few of the public courses around here um it's been a little bit cold recently so haven't really been able to go out but hopefully pretty soon here we'll be able to get out and get out there again I'm actually uh going to Florida for all-star break here. So, and we're planning to do the the blue monster at the Trump's course there. So that'll be be a pretty sweet one to do. I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to stink because I haven't played very much, but (laughs) it'll be a fun time.
0: All right. Let's go to our uh, segment called questions from the gallery sponsored by RubberCrow. Rubberco was founded in 2021. 100% recycled rubber company. We have numerous pieces to fill your needs, such as Rubber flooring, rubber parking blocks, training tools, and many others. You can check us out at rubbercrow.com or call today at 306 541 9840. Think with your head and choose the right rubber, Rubber Crow. Fuck, oh, boys. That's good. <laughs> that's good. It's my new company, Jan. You got a new one. Oh, yeah. New company. Nice. Okay. Think with your head. <laughs> Think with your head. <laughs> what a line. <laughs> you made that up on the spot today. I love it. Okay. What is that city like? Like what are the fan like that place looks like unbelievable to play in. Like what are the fans like what what's like outside of hockey too. It must be just buzzing all the time.
2: Question. Yeah, there's there's a great energy here. Like it's growing like crazy. Um it's not the biggest city but it's going to be it's going to be big in a few years here and the fans are incredible. Like they're so loud. I remember last thinking back to last year and uh, in the playoffs, where I kind of noticed it, and I was like, holy man, this is crazy for the first time. Where it was during a TV break, and they did, like, the make some noise kind of thing, like, get the crowd going. And everyone just started yelling, and then they turned all the music off. And not, there was no sound other than the crowd. And it was louder than any music I've heard, like, in an arena. It was crazy. Like, wow. our coach was talking to us and you couldn't even hear him like you had to get super close just so you could hear him but everyone kind of just took that moment in and i was everyone was just looking around and looking at each other and we're just saying this is nuts like there's so many so many great fans here it's awesome
0: it's so sick when they uh when the whole crowd's singing there's wow. always videos that come out about that in nashville i love it oh that yeah. you guys, uh, the fans do nashville it's all your fault and holy shit man i hate to be holding that every goal we score yeah that's nasty do you uh do you ever go see like vanderbilt games like do you ever go to the school and see some of their athletic um
2: no i haven't i haven't got to any vanderbilt games yet um i've seen the stadium and everything we we actually got to go do like a little home run derby at their baseball stadium and then
0: their program is unreal for baseball
2: yeah yeah i've heard that too so and then in the summertime, when I came for like development camps and stuff, we would go to their football stadium and do outdoor workouts and things like that. So it's, it's cool facility. I've been around there, but I haven't got a chance to see any games yet. Awesome. Rip. Um,
0: you know, we're doing a, Questions for the yeah, a question for the gallery. Yeah, uh, question <laughs> for the gallery. Sleeping here.
2: Uh, what's your favorite beverage after a round of golf? beverage after a round of golf or during
0: yeah or yeah or, or during. during yeah we get shredded about that with yeah dragger during dragger's like why can't i drink all the golf
1: course right <laughs>
2: <drager."> yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. um uh well in the summertime i'm a big fan of coconut beer i love i love coconut. i don't know how, how that's gonna go thing over but... in my life it's it's great beer i love that beer Did you see so, an oxbow probably, thing yeah, it, was oxbow. it must be because that's what we drank down there sometimes so
0: <laughs> okay what else that, that that's it just October or uh, co- uh what's called an oxbow
2: yeah i'd say that'd be my favorite one but you know whatever whatever is in the cooler
0: there's a good answer i love that one okay who's the dj in the locker room
2: uh, there's a few different ones. Normally it's Colton Sissons. Um, but, uh, Ryan Johansson does it sometimes. And yeah, mostly those two.
0: Hey, maybe you'll answer this question for me. Why does he do his tape job like that?
2: Yuck. Who's that? Johansson? Johansson. Yeah. Uh, cause he's, I, I couldn't, he is nasty. I, yeah. I get, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't tell you one, a reason. He must run it.
0: through blades like crazy. All the toes are probably all chipped.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure why he does it like that. Dirt. Yeah, I'm going
0: to, do you, uh, like, change up your equipment much? Like, are you always, like, tinkering with stuff? Like, I know in our summer skate, the CCM rep came out, and you were asking shit about the blades and stuff like that. Are you always doing stuff like that?
2: No. Um, <laughs> no. Not, no. The only reason I did that was because I've had the same stick, since like my second year junior oh. so i was like i need to i need to change this up like it's it was just old and it wasn't even what i thought it was not like after talking to that guy i thought it was something and he told me no it's not that it's this so that's the only thing i've changed this year is my stick other than that i hate new equipment like i'll wear something until it's fallen apart and then i'll get it stitched up and wear it again <laughs> but, so yeah i'm i'm not i'm not picky like that even like when i cut my sticks it doesn't matter if they're kind of off a little bit i'm not i'm not really picky about that i love
0: that i love it jay who's that? the best chirps on the team
2: uh nick cousins <laughs> for sure he's he's always chirping he's just never shutting up it's so funny <laughs> to hear him on the bench like if We're losing a game and I'm sitting beside him. I, I, I can't sit beside him because I just start laughing. <laughs> so
0: yeah, oh
2: my goodness,
0: that's so funny. Um, do you got a pregame routine? Like, what are you doing during the day? Uh, day of a game,
2: day of a game. Uh, if we're at home, I'll go, we'll have breakfast at the rink and then do our skate, come back home usually take the dog for a walk and then have, have a nap. And then I usually, I like to go pretty early to the rink. I'm usually there around four fifteen for a seven o'clock game. So go do that. Just, I like to, you know, get all my stuff ready, take my stick, change my license if I need to, and get all warmed up. I love playing soccer before the game. So always doing that. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty basic. Nothing crazy.
0: Pre-game meal.
2: Uh, usually it's like spaghetti, pasta, um, with chicken. Uh, and okay. Here's one thing I do that everyone makes fun of me for is if, every time there's buns at our pregame meal, I'll make like a chicken sandwich with the bun and no one does that. And they all make fun of me for it, but that's a small amount of
0: chicken with them to do right there. That's like yeah. extra buns yeah. for the week. Meat
1: oh platter. yeah. Meat yeah. Platter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So yeah, there,
0: there's uh one more there. There, yeah. Um, I'm I'm doing off my I'm oh, yeah. off record here. Oh, I liked it. Um, is there like who's who besides McDavid? Who's the best player? Like hardest oh. guy to play against? Like I know you got that shutdown role, so you're obviously playing against some of the top guys every night. So who's a who's a top, who's a guy like that you can't stop? Or it's like,
2: Jesus, I hard. can't keep yeah. up to up to this guy. Besides McDavid, yeah. Um, well. I'll do another besides McKinnon, too, because he's crazy fast. And I remember (laughs) this one time he was on the power play and I was the F1 on the four check for the PK. And you're supposed to try and gap up and get some speed to go with him because he's their drop guy. And uh, I tried and he (laughs) – I thought I had some pretty good speed and he just had faked one way, two crossovers the other, and was past me, like, so fast. So other than him, too um, (laughs) – um boston like that boston line um with uh marchand and uh like bergeron and smith was playing with them at that game but that was that was a crazy hard line to shut down and pasternak too is out there sometimes so that, that was a hard hard game for sure
0: best nhl
2: moment to date Ooh, that's a tough one too. They're all so good. <laughs> um My first goal was awesome. That's probably, that's probably the number one to date so far.
0: love it.
1: There we go. Yeah.
2: All right.
0: Um, this can be anyone. Who's your ultimate foursome? Oh, love this question. <laughs> for golf? Yeah, for
2: golf. Yeah, on the golf course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Huh, let me see. That is a tough one. We'll go... We'll go... Tom Brady, because he's the GOAT. Um, And then... Like, Biz and Whitney, because they're oh, so good. funny. Oh, there we go. We've man. never heard of those Chick-fil-X. before.
0: That's good. I like that. Yeah. So that yeah, cool that'd be yeah,
2: that'd be a fun day, I think. That would be
0: that would be Jen. You'd have Tom Brady like say like nine words and then Biz running around.
2: I don't know, I think those guys would open them up.
0: That's think that's, so. Oh yeah, absolutely. maybe they would. Yeah, absolutely. I just had a buddy who was hanging out with those guys really? in Orlando, so Chickles guys oh, yeah. in Orlando. Oh, yeah, I saw they game. had that
2: that game, like yeah. the Pink Whitney jersey night or something. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> I, I know Ian Parker all oh, well, while he plays for the solar bears, and he said that oh, yeah. he, like do you know Ian at all? I guess you would have played against him in midget.
2: No, but I know Tristan Lang, and he was playing there. Oh, yeah. Is he still there? I, th- I saw he just signed a contract with uh, PTO with uh, the Moose, mm-hmm. so he's probably there. Good for him. No. Um, yeah. yeah, so anyways, they were, uh, they were at this game, and they went and
0: hung out with all the Solar Bears after. Ian said that, like, Biz was at his house until, like, 5 a.m., <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's unbelievable he said like went like went and Granelli left at like 1 a.m but biz stayed there all night but, like wouldn't leave what a legend that's party's hard works hard too uh tanner i have one last one for you here we always usually end the podcast with this one i don't know if turner if you have any more before i ask this one right. but uh just some advice for, you know for a young listener know, obviously you know your profession's different than others but whether it's to be a pro hockey player pro baseball player, doctor, just, uh, you know, some advice for a young listener that wants to be, you know, successful in life.
2: Yeah. um, Something my dad always tells me is just control what you can control. And um, I I think no matter what in life you're going through, whether it's, you know, sports or academics, whatever, whatever you're doing, there's always going to be something that happens to you that you can't control. And in my situation, for example, it was, you know, getting sent down or not getting playing time that I wish I was. That's none of that stuff is in my control. All I can control is what I do every day to get better and uh, how I'm going to try and earn that opportunity. So I think that's the biggest thing. Control. You can control and work hard, like hard work never goes unnoticed. So that's all I did. I, I got to the NHL by working hard. I'm not a skilled guy or anything like that by any means. So hard work can get you uh, can make your dreams come true yeah
0: well said well tanner you know this has been a great interview today uh you keep ripping up in the national hockey league hope you win that rookie of the year award we're rooting for you um yeah man we appreciate you coming on today thanks again
2: thanks john yeah thanks for having me guys
0: Last Mountain Distillery is a proud sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. Located and distilled in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, Last Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. The heart of grain country. Our success lies in our commitment in producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Our signature products include Saskatchewan's best-selling, naturally-infused Dill pickle vodka, our naturally-infused organic cherry whiskey, apple pie moonshine, and more. Our craft distilling process brings out f- the full flavor of grain and leaves a smooth finish like, unlike any other. Be sure to check them out at any retailer around the province. Nothing better than supporting local and enjoying a taste for all. Episode 108, boys. Tanner Juno. You know the NHLer, Oxbow, Saskatchewan, as you mentioned. Uh, Tori, you weren't there for that one, so I went to Turner. Uh, man, I had a good time with uh, Tanner. Logged points, like that he said. Yeah. I liked story, though. It's kind of cool. You know, going from, you know, essentially the, you know, the harvest at the time to the Western League, grinding it out. I was at a walk-on tryout. You know, scored 40 tucks, 40 apps this last year, and then, you know, now he's in the NHL um you know, you're a hockey player you want to play a pro what are your thoughts on the pod love listening to him and know just he's just a great example just keep working hard things will come right um just him being persistent and playing on good teams got him an nhl contract so it was good catching up with jan and wishing him good luck going forward i want does he have more, does he have more than 30 points right now i have no clue no I don't if know he's at sure. 30 right now you think he has to 50 He'll get close. Oh, that's sick, man. That's super cool. He, I think he'll end up like mid-40s, half a point per yeah. game in the NHL. Which would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was he was good. He was um, I think, yeah, like you said, had a lot of good insight, good stories, um, playing on a good team, but also has a huge, huge role in that team, and you know, he knows it. So and the people of Smashville love him.
1: <laughs> Tori, you suck.
0: Uh, thoughts, uh, Tori, you watched some hockey, so I don't know if you've, if you've ever seen him play, but you know, he, he's yep. a gamer, uh, thoughts on Tanner, you and obviously you didn't hear the interview, but from what we have said, um, it was, it was deadly, man. Your thoughts.
1: Yeah. I've only, I've only seen about three or four Nashville games this year, but from what I've seen, I'm impressed. And it sounds like he's just a good Saskatchewan boy. Oh, I'm yeah. excited to listen to it.
0: He likes a gross beer though. We can't say it, but brutal. <laughs> it's gritty. Like rip was like that sounds like the most oxbow thing ever that was it and we just can jumped. I guess does it start with a B no no
1: okay
0: one more guess uh
1: you said it's gross I don't like beer so yeah but Turner doesn't like is it good does it start with a K Yep. yep. okay <laughs> like Molson Canadian but with a K Canadian <laughs> Did that really go over both your heads?
0: Molson Canadian with a K. It's like Stanley with the C. Yeah,
1: because we're not going to say the brand of that beer because we're a Molson Canadian company. Yes.
0: It's okay. Tim Peel just said Bud Light one time. <laughs> <laughs> then our next guest said, like, whatever the next time. Yeah. Or Darren Dreger's like, ah, cold Bud Light. It's like, thanks. Thanks, Dregs. Appreciate that. Oh, great. I also yeah. like drinking piss.
1: Yeah. 100%.
0: Anyhow, uh, okay, let's go to what grinds my gears. Um, I don't really have one right now, but I'm Tori. I know that you, I think you look forward to this all week because you don't do any pregame notes for the podcast. So you just do pregame notes for uh, what grinds my gears. So uh, we'll go down south to you. Lead it.
1: Game notes, bud. <laughs> I got my fucking game notes. Anyways, I don't know if I want to start in alphabetical order, and I think I'm just going crazy. <laughs> Because I've been on the road for now four entire weeks, uh-huh. so I, I'm only going to do about half of them. You know sure. what grinds my gears? What's up? And I guarantee—no, hold, hold, on, hold on! I guarantee on. you're one of these people. Hold on, hold on. We have to start doing this.
0: So the person says, "What grinds my gears?" We gotta say, "Hey, turtle. What, Tori? What grinds your gears, Tori?" We'll say that. Okay. What grinds your gears, Tori? okay we'll say All it. Right. Okay. Now ask. Same so. time.
1: Yeah. Go, Tori. You know what grinds my gears? What, what grinds your gears, gears Tori? Dude, the listeners are killing themselves right now. I, Coach, I guarantee you're one of these people. People who don't wear seatbelts. In the front seat or back seat? Passengers. No, want- front seat. I, I think, wear my seatbelt. Yeah, oh, because on. those I, fucking I dingers go off. Just put your damn seatbelt on. Pretty sure we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, you did this one last week. You damn t- it.
0: Check your own game notes, pal. <laughs> I grabbed my own one. gear. We're yeah, not okay. chatting that either. No, I got plenty <laughs> more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty four, more, boys. Dash for the month. <laughs> so you're fired. In in grocery stores, AKA Walmart. Make sure you scratch that last one out so you don't say it next week. Yeah, I just did. I just <laughs> for the third week,
0: Look.
1: Hey, look. There you go. Scratched <laughs> out. <laughs> In grocery stores. No way. Slow walkers. Grab my gears. Yeah. Slow drivers. The, I call it the stall in aisle. People, like, when you're entering an aisle, people just, like, stand there and do nothing or, like, stop and chat with a buddy or whatever at the only place that you can get in or out of the aisle. Like, fucking move to the side. Get, <laughs> go, go, get out of the way.
0: It's also yeah. amazing how people, like... You know they drive on the right side of the road, but in a grocery store, it's complete chaotic. Like they just they go the wrong way, and it's also also somewhere in the UK, everyone's on the left. Like, (laughs) and grocery stores are also like the like the old era of Tinder. You just show up and just see everyone. Oh, hey, haven't seen you in years. How was things? How was the kids? Oh, great. Still with that same person? Yeah. Okay. Unbelievable.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and let's hey, let's do it right in the middle of where everyone needs to walk. Yeah, the milk
0: aisle. Milk's on buy one get three free for a week. It's just heavy.
1: <laughs> Cause everyone needs four jugs of milk. All right, I, I'm I'm sticking on the grocery store. I call it the pot the parking lot stalker. Oh, if, if you happen to get a good parking spot, and you go into your car and like I'm not a big like text or phone or whatever while I'm in the store. A well, mostly because I'm too lazy to put in my in mask on list because you got you gotta have the mask on, you know, so you yeah. can't just swipe your phone up and anyways. So they'll just like sit behind your car. Instead of like they could park three spots down and be in the store by now. <laughs> but instead they want to they want to save themselves 22 steps. Drives me fucking crazy.
0: Well you have no idea if a guy's buying a brand new shelf it could be a long walk.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You're on a roll right now. Well, Get away from... Yo, yo I'm hot. Angry elf. I'm hot. I'm an angry elf. I love you boys, by the way. And no, I wasn't pissy earlier, Drew.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> and lastly, and this is not just grocery stores, but anywhere. You guys have all seen it. And this is only males. Well, I hope it's only males. Pissing on the toilet seat. Why are you not lift it with the toe of your shoe or boot lift that son <laughs> of a bitch up and go to work some guys don't have that flexibility i don't then use your hand
0: or then if my or if you do pee on the seat you got to use your toe and wipe it up if my father tried to lift up his foot that far he'd be fucking falling back through the door
1: do you think he can lift it when he's in your mom's bathroom
0: <laughs> uh no Nope. we in our house with it, his it hand With his hand? No, in our house, you have to To sit down to pee. Okay,
1: okay. So then he's probably not pissing on the toilet seat then?
0: No. (laughs) No, not at our house, no.
1: There is no excuse for a grown man to piss on the damn toilet seat. Lift that son of a bitch up. I agree. Or sit down. I agree. Or use a urinal. Do not piss on the toilet seat. That's disgusting. Chuck a dart. Yeah, chuck a dart. Termite out.
0: That was good. That was a good one. All right, Turner. What uh, what grinds your gears? You ready, Tori? You stay at the same time.
1: What really grinds your gears,
0: Rip? <laughs> Took it over. Um, this pat every. I, it's actually every road trip. It's I like being on time. I'm a big on time guy for shit that I want to be at. So um, not the podcast. Not the podcast. <laughs> so I'm late for these. <laughs> uh, we usually leave at 4:30 for seven o'clock games, or like yeah, whatever. 4:30 and uh guys have all day to go get coffee and shit like that no we all got to stop on our way to the rink Peppy. so fucking 20 guys get off the bus go get their coffee takes another 25 30 minutes and then we're all rushed we have no fuck clue why yeah that's tough drives like that me either. insane and i was losing my mind yesterday at our game guys are like why are you so grumpy i'm like because fucking happens every time and then you guys are shocked, like, why we're showing up late. We have to rush for the meeting and taping your sticks and everything. Then it's the coach's fault. Yeah, yeah, the guys are showing up late. Yeah. Like, fuck, I'm like, just go get your coffee, or why don't we just get one of those big Tim Horton tubs? There you go. Figure it out. Yeah, that's smart, too. You guys are getting their donuts and iced coffees and shit. Fuck off. Yeah. All right, Coogs. You heard it here first. Yeah. Figure that out. Coming at you, eggs. Oh, damn, One of those guys. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need a twig, Nags. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's it. I have two. Oh, and uh, oh. Android phones. Fuck those things. <laughs> you and Tori on uh, We miss Detroit on seatbelts and Android phones for back to back <laughs> so, to back weeks. I'll be Android phones the rest of my life. This one's kind of like a joke, but it's also funny because you just mentioned nags. Uh, people that say they'll do something and then they don't follow through with it. So uh, I need to wait nags. <laughs> no, that was just a funny one. Uh, Uber drivers. Uh, I've been an Uber in a while here, but. When I get an Uber, weekend, what's that? I said, I'm in one every weekend. We need a sponsor for Uber for, yeah. for just you. Yeah. dance When, when you get an Uber and I'm paying, you know, you're paying money. You already prepaid this thing. And I say, Hey, can you put the tunes on? And they're like, no. What do you mean? No. Is it broken? Like the fuck? I don't want to sit here. Like I'm in church. I want to listen to you breathe. Yeah. Like, turn the tunes on. Like, I, I just think that's unacceptable. I want the tunes on.
1: I think radio is perfectly acceptable.
0: Absolutely. But then you get some studs who are like, here's the ox, Crank them. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Those are, I like those guys. Okay. Well, uh, what else we got here, boys? I don't know. Uh,
1: I can do a couple. I can do a shout out.
0: Yeah, we need that shout out.
1: Well, first of all, NHL shout-out, Gary Galley, Buffalo Sabres legend. Gary Galley. But second of all, and I think this is cool every time this happens, uh, Jonathan Bird, Monday qualified for the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach and finished top ten. That's pretty wicked. Wagon. Marty Bird. I love when Monday qualifiers do well because every time I'm Monday, I miss a cut.
0: Monday Warriors. Monday Warriors. All right, Tori Turner, this has been a fun podcast this week, episode 108. We're coming back next week, bigger and stronger. Tori, we'll talk to you next week. Turner, we'll talk to you next week. Everyone else, hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you later. Peace. See ya.